This is the MFG Cast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the MFG Cast. This time, it's our two hundredth. Hundredth. Yep. See, it's just it should it's just how it should be. Even after two hundred episodes, I still can't talk. It's a fun thing. This is going to be a fun little episode. We've got some guests on. Uh, we're going to do a random BS episode. We haven't done this in quite a few years. So, welcome. I'm Kurt. This is D. Oh my, sorry. <laughs> sorry, D. Wyatt. Sorry, I'm Tracy. <laughs> and we have some awesome guests for you. People that you probably know already because we've already talked to them, but they're our favorites, so we'd love to talk to them. We have Cassie from the Indie Game Report again. Hello, and look, I have a fancy mic this time. Yay! Oh, yeah. Can people see us visually, or is this just... Yes, oh, yeah. people oh. can see you visually now. So I can show no, things I'm now. <laughs> put it on the podcast, and then no one will know what you're talking about. Uh, Dan's Big Cup. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hashtag Dan's Big Cup. And we uh, also have John from Legends of Tabletop. John, it's been a long time. Hey, everybody. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not like we didn't play uh, Fear Itself like a week ago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I just meant like you actually being on our podcast. Oh, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's okay. And, Everybody's busy. I, I I get how it is. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we have another special guest, but I'm not going to tell you until that person is on. <laughs> so you're just going to have to lay in suspense. Why would you lay in suspense? God. I don't know, but is it suspenseful if you already tweeted it out that this other person was going to be here? That is true. <laughs> I was going to say. But if you don't know who this person wow, is, wow. then maybe it'll still be fun. Or maybe if, it, if you have really bad short-term memory like I do, maybe it'll be a surprise. Are you going to be surprised? Do you remember who you invited? Uh, no, actually, I don't. I don't. We, we had a pair of them on Legends a little while back. Oh, really? That's, that's the hint. Uh, oh, gotcha. I get what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we're just here to talk about random stuff. Does anybody have a topic that they want to, you know, that's off the top of their head or something they've been burning, burning to talk about? I, I didn't go to the oh, gym okay. today. I feel kind of bad, but I mean, whatever. I'm talking, I'm talking about <laughs> game related, you dork. Oh, oh. no. Nah, I, I got but I you should feel bad for that. <laughs> I didn't yeah, play any games some... at the gym recently. I feel yeah. bad about that. <laughs> that would be that's a new type of gaming right there. Oh, I did a hundred squats and then I played, you know, Suro or whatever. How well do you think it would go over if I was to go to my local gym or like bring a solo game? Like, you know, either uh, Freeman Freezes Friday or just like solo terraforming Mars and like a box of donuts and a gallon of milk. Just <laughs> <plop> myself down. <laughs> and, you, and you sat on the weight bench and did that the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know that new game Maiden's Quest? I think you can play it in your hand. So you could just like bring a game and just play this game while <laughs> working out in the gym. I think just like on leg day, you just sit and play this game while you're doing all the things. I no, think I, that I, could totally be. Well, a thing. You could just you could just do it while you're walking on the treadmill. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. totally. Like people read books, you could just play a game. That's Brilliant. Right. Just no, don't but, fall. Yeah, but I, I really <laughs> want to bring that gallon of milk in that box of donuts though. Like that's all I. <laughs> Solo. That makes me mm-hmm. want to barf, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> you have to bring, like, bring the milk that you're like, milk was a bad, bad choice. choice. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you need a two liter of Mountain Dew and a bag of Doritos. That's there what you really need. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's where the party's at. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so I have a question for you, John. You guys, uh, run a Pathfinder game on your podcast, right? We, we don't. We, we were doing 5th Ed D&D for a little bit. Uh, Jesse did Pathfinder for the Dragon Fisters. Or, mm, yeah, Pathfinder for the Dragon Fisters in its last okay. iteration. Okay, and you were on that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So have you played the Pathfinder Adventure Card game at all? I have not. I've seen it. I haven't played it. Yeah, that's funny because I was wondering about that because we played that the other day. And I was like, man, I know, I'm pretty sure that John's played Pathfinder before. I wonder if he's actually played the card game. No. Does it play kind of like an RPG? It's more of a dice solver than RPG, I would say. You you can't. Yeah, but but dice are what you, the, the dice are RPG dice just like you would use in Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. But you you can't make like morally good or bad choices in the card game. It's like open this door or don't. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you're always going. There's always four spots, and you're always, you know, delving into it and stuff like that. And you're getting gaining items and allies and stuff like that. There are stories to it, and it just depends upon if you actually want to read the cards and you'd be like, okay, what's the story of this? That's what I've been doing yeah. kind of lately. I'm like, because I've been playing that with old po- podcast partner Mike. Um, uh, and I'm like, well, like, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> How are and his brittle like, bones? <laughs> oh, very brittle, sir, but very fine. So, you know, I've been saying like, let's, you know, read the, read those, read the words on it, you know, cause I'd really like to know what the story is, you know, and that game, it, I don't know if Pathfinder is this way, but the card game sometimes can be real brutal where it's like, you like think you're going to go in and you're just going to be, you know, have a good time, but like you get wiped out pretty quickly. Like I think in the game that we've done, and we we've just made it to our the third campaign on this. Um, I think I've killed like three guys now. <laughs> it's just like it. It's not like one of those things where it's like, okay, your guy gets hurt, you can you know heal him up, and then you're good for later. Like if your guy, if you run out of cards, you die. Yeah. You know? So it's like, oh well, I guess instead of rolling up a character, I just choose another character. Is it like right. Pathfinder 101 kind of like Pathfinder for beginners? It feels like it's that's, an intro to that. It, that's yeah. what it sounds like. The the big thing is like in the card game, it'll be like your strength. It's almost it's weird. It kind of works like Savage Worlds because it's like your strength might be only a D four if you're the wizard, and then like your constitution will be the D six. So it's not like normal Pathfinder where you roll a D twenty and hope to make the check. It's mm-hmm. like I need to roll an eight on a D six. Okay, this is already impossible. Somebody please boost me up. You know. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I, it's. It's a little I, different I feel like, like Yeah, I feel like the dice are almost like your stats almost. Like you would have like in D&D and Pathfinder and stuff like that. It's like, okay, my charisma is a 10. 
Yeah. So you get a D10 to roll it, even though it's kind of different or whatever. But then you can use different cards to boost you. Other people can kind of help out if they have the right thing. Or it's kind of like the dice, like a, let you know what would be important to that person. Like the bigger, yeah, the, exactly. dice, like the bigger the importance. Yeah. Because like, uh, like when warriors attack, like they'll roll their strength dice and the weapon dice. And like when wizards cast spells, they'll roll like their either charisma if they're a warlock or intelligence plus the spell damage, things like that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's cooperative then, I'm assuming, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yep. And it, it, it plays off of that too, where like sometimes it's like some characters like that like say like a ro- like I had a rogue elf and she and it was like she does better if she's by herself somewhere. And there's other people where, like, if you're in the same spot, then you'd get a, you know, a plus for whatever, you know. And even some of the bad bad guys, it's like, if you, like, we even played this for our last campaign. We played the the end of the campaign, the last bad, the bad, uh, bad guy or bad girl or whatever. Um, she had the this bad, thing where it's daddy. like, yeah, yeah, the bad person. So it was one of those things where it's like, both of you have to be in the same spot. Otherwise, she's going to be doing more bad crap to you. So it's like it's, it, it almost makes you want to do it more. And it, even when you are in the same spot, sometimes it gives you a plus. I can't remember what the plus is, but it's like, you know, if you're in the same spot, then if you fight somebody else and you fail, you might get hurt. But then, yeah, then it's the other guy can actually fight them, too, even though it's not their turn. And you're doing uh, Rise of the Rune Lords, right? Still, right? Yep. yep. Yep, and and uh, Mike's gotten some you know more decks and stuff like that, more character packs, and the character I have right now is a gunslinger, and it's like a leathery like rat guy, and he is like, I like all my other guys and girls like are have been just like my my elf was pretty good, but my other my other two I had like a bard and he was awful. And I had another person, and they were just like, I thought it would be cool to try it out, but I was like, they just <laughs> literally with the board. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of times with Learned this game, it's elders. yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally, it's, a lot of times with this game, we'll play it and we'll play like a scenario, and it'll take us about an hour to f- pass or fail. My, my character themselves helped beat two scenarios in the span of like 45 minutes or like maybe even an hour. It was just like, holy crap, I love you. Where were you my whole life, you know? Because think about it. Like all those additional character packs have only come out like in the last year or two. And the Rise of the Rune Lords was like the very first edition of this game when they, they were still working out the kinks. Like, yeah. oh, this weapon damage is good enough. Now they're like, no, nobody knows. Like, they need D10s. Yeah, yeah, so you yeah. feel like you're so much better. Yeah, yeah. Let me flip it on you, Kurt. So, you know, since we're doing Fear Itself and you know, we're talking about like a, uh, a, you know, card game based on, on a role-playing game, how do you think, what, what do you, which in, um, experience do you enjoy better? You know, just like pure role-playing or, you know, the sort of the crunchiness of, of like a card dice game? Yeah, I <clears throat> excuse me. I to tell you the truth, I I love them both fairly equal, but I would probably put a story driven RPG kind of above that, just because you know it's just, for me it's just fun to kind of get out of your own your own headspace and trying to get into another character and stuff like that. The one the one thing that actually does bother me sometimes though, and it it, it bothers me with this Fear itself campaign even too, is like. A lot of times I do like to do the dice chucking. And so when that doesn't happen, I'm like, 
man, son of a, you know, I just want to do it. But, you know, fortunately with the Fear Itself campaign that we have, like our stories and the way we role play together go so well that it doesn't really affect me that much. Where it's just like, well, we're just having such a darn good time. It's like, man, I would rather be doing this anyway. Yeah, well, we sometimes go a whole session and not roll any dice. <laughs> it's kind of counterintuitive. By the way, John, I got a question for you. I just want to bring this back for a minute. Uh, you mentioned earlier the Dragon Fisters. Mm-hmm. Now, I can assume this is a group of people who play D&D and are also immeasurably into all board games made by Alexander Fister. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> Like they're doing all oh my goods while they're creating their characters, things like that. <laughs> no, I don't even remember. I don't remember what their alternate uh, title was at the time or, or, or how they came about. We'd have to get Jesse to come on, talk about it. Only Dan asking that. I, I, just, I just was wondering if the Fisties were starting new chapters, like in Fight Club, when you found out about <laughs> the chapters in all the other cities, if the Fisties are spreading and we don't even know it. Like, is, <laughs> we started something home. bigger than either of us, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your Tyler Jordan. <laughs> oh, Cassie, you talk. Get us out of this madness. I've got. What do I have to say? Oh, I brought up Gen Cant earlier. Is anyone doing yeah. anything this weekend for it? Does regretting my career choice count as playing in uh, in Gen Cant? <laughs> Is that a game? If you turn to a game, I think it counts. I mean, it's it's misery work. I mean, if if Agricola can be misery farm, I think misery work should count for something, right? And we're all playing every day. <laughs> yeah, right. The game we're winning is actually losing. Yeah, that's terrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna be trying to get some stuff on throughout this weekend, but uh, the, with work going as long as it is lately, it's like I get the window from like about six to eight thirty to try to get some games in. Isn't that the worst? Like, it's so hard sometimes when you have a game group to get everyone available at the same time. Even if you schedule it, then life just happens. And that's, mm-hmm. that's really hard. Even for, you know, everybody's at Gen Con this weekend, so I guess that doesn't help if you're trying to, like, get a game group together and everyone's out of town. But do you ever think that's weird? Like, friends leave and go to a convention to go and play games when they could just, like, stay at home and play games at home? Well, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'd rather just like take a staycation and play the games at home because then I get to sleep in my bed. Mm-hmm. I get my um, cat. Sick. <laughs> About a year ago, uh, there was a different local con that started up, and me and my friends were like, oh, let's check it out. So we bought the three day pass, and the first day was awful. And we were like, well, we already took time off of work, so what do you say we just say F this noise and stay at our place and play games for 48 hours? And that's what we ended up doing instead. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's pretty dope. It's always nice when that happens. I just want that just one time. Because I never get a chance to play heavier games. You know, it's like you only get two hours or so. And so by the time you've set up, you know, after you've eaten dinner and everything's ready to go and you set up, you only have really an hour and a half to play. So... Yeah. You never get to play any heavy games. At least I don't. They yeah. have to develop like what four hours to play. You know, I've wanted to try Lisboa. I'm never going to get the chance to try that game. This <laughs> is like never going to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's just some things you're just like, yeah, yeah. We'll just leave that for everyone else. You know. Well, like tonight, I had like an hour and a half, I think, available. So I played three filler games, and so I got to play nice. more games than if I tried to set up just one heavier game. I've been trying to play Merlin, 
I got Merlin for like super cheap, and I was so excited to find it. And I'm Stefan Feldman. I know. I'm so excited. And the person that I bought it from sent me expansion packs that I didn't know about. And I'm like, oh, my God, I know. <laughs> so I, I haven't had a chance to pick it, though. And my husband learned all the rules and stuff. And, like, we keep setting it up. And then by the time I get home and we have dinner and we're, everything's cleaned up and we're, like, ready to play, it's like, we're going to bed in an hour. We're not playing Merlin tonight. So yeah. you just end up playing the shorter games. I don't know. Yeah. How far on the uh, on the East Coast are you from New York? <laughs> oh, I'm so far. Because <laughs> uh, I want to play Merlin now. <laughs> I've been trying. Well, I watched uh, Rado's run through of like he did like a playthrough of it, and I was like, this is super easy. But it looks like you know because you just like are moving around the board in a circle, and whatever you land on, you do that thing, and you can go. It's like I think you have two options: you can go backwards or forwards in a circle, and then you land on a thing, and then you do the thing. And that's pretty much it, is what it appears to be. So that's not hard, but it's there's so many things going on that you can land on. That And then you have all the setup. There's a lot of pieces with the game. It sounds like you just described Talisman. You go around and do the thing, and then <laughs> things happen, and there's a lot of stuff to set up. Yeah. What's the game that has, like, the gears, and they rotate? Zulkin? Yes. I've been wanting to try that game. I've never played it, but I just like those gears thing, and I was like, "That's interesting." No, you haven't played it either. What game, Dan? Uh, Zolkin. Zolkin? Calendar. I've had it in my collection for two and a half years. You want to know how many times I played it? <laughs> is that on? Is that on your stack, Dan? It's not even a stack. A stack would imply that it would just be able to go straight up and down, and that's all. It's, is that it's on your shelf. multiple the, piles? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is on the okay. foundation of this house. Of oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he has a Calyx that's devoted to the games he has not played yet. I mean, yeah, no lights over it, like it's always in shadows and everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like Indiana Jones has to discover it first before you can actually play it. I just cleaned up my board game geek list, and I was like, so I got like 230 games, including like 20 expansions, maybe. And there's got to be like 50 to 60 of those that I have not played yet. And there's like maybe 15 that are still in shrink wrap. Oh, so I'm just like. I, I am going to quick throw this out there since uh, we're just randomly spitballing topics and everything. Yeah. Um, I actually heard on another show recently, they were talking about like how FOMO dominates the board game industry. Uh. What, do you, what do you guys think? Do you think it's pretty much true? I mean, to me, it, it seems almost unquestionable with Kickstarters and everything else lately. <laughs> See, I think there's, like, two parts to the board game industry. There's the ones where, like, we just all know each other. And then there's the other group that just goes and plays board games. And they have no idea who designers are. They don't really care about who the publisher is. They just play a game, and they enjoy the game. And then they get another game, and they enjoy that game. So I think it just depends on which group you belong to, if the FOMO applies to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the, the question is, the group that just goes and plays the game, how many do you think they buy a year? Do you think they have a 700-game collection on BGG? Or do you think they buy, like, a new game every six months? They probably don't know what BGG is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think if you, no, go ahead. I was going to say, I think if you know what BGG is, FOMO is a part of your life. <laughs> a little bit, if any. Maybe. So, so do you think you can be... Both of those? Do you think you can be like in the middle of that category, though? Um, maybe. 
Like anything's possible, because, right? Because I think I'm one of those. Yeah. Because you, you are mm-hmm. still learning a lot about certain uh-huh. things, but you're also like, who designed this? I don't know. I'll play it. Yeah. Except, <laughs> except that today I was proud of myself for pulling out the, no, they don't design that. That's by this person. I did that at work today. I was like, oh. no, they, they don't do that. I'm like, I know they don't because we talked to so-and-so on the podcast about this and that. And I was like, Kurt, I just I did something today. <laughs> I'm that, board game smart. Yeah, that that Aww. wasn't that wasn't cool work related, or not cool. That was cool and not work related. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. But but I think I'm I think I'm in the middle because I feel like I'm I creep into the trying to know the stuff, but at the same time, I guess I don't necessarily care yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny because it just kind of happens. Yeah. At least for me, it just kind of happened. Well, and I know BGG too. Mm. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but yeah. But how many games well, are on your shelf of shame? Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know, but we do actually open ours, and then we attempt to play them, and then we are like, we're done. Yeah, like Spirit Island. Like, here, let's open this up. Let's put it out. Oh wait, yeah, it's too late now. We'll put it back together. <laughs> oh, wait, oh, here's uh, Wasteland Express. Oh, it took us an hour and a half to put it together. Uh, well, it's too late now. And only 45 minutes to play yeah. it once we ended up playing it. Time to eat right. my porridge and go to bed. Yeah, it's just, porridge. Yeah, I don't know. Awesome. Is that what old people eat? I don't know. Maybe. But, but yeah, it just, yeah. Ours isn't as big as yours. That doesn't hold up our house. Genetics. <laughs> See, I don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't think I fall into either one of those. And, and maybe it's, again, because I'm, I'm newer to board games since you know we started the podcast a handful of years ago because i'll see you know the the greatest thing this this thing has come out and everybody's talking about it and i see it all over twitter and I'll, I'll make a note i'll write it down i'm like well what makes that game interesting like why are people talking about this particular game because not every game is for everybody like our mystery guest was uh raging about uh, um santorini and i'm like eh, i don't know i mean it looks like it's okay it's I, so good. Up, I wind up picking it up because it was on the, the pre-owned table at my at my local game store and uh yeah i like it i enjoy it it's good i like like if i have a category at all it's abstract completely abstract um, oh yeah so like it, it was fine like it fit right in but there wasn't you know, and seeing pictures and kind of like reading a description, there wasn't anything. It was like, I, I have to get it. Like everybody's getting it. I have to get it. I, I'm kind of plotting a little slower. I do my research. I watch some playthrough videos. I talk to people. And, you know, I mean, I'll buy, you know, more than a game every six months. I was just at the store and I'm like, nope, I'm not buying anything. I'm not buying anything. But like I go in like fully loaded. I know what I'm going to get usually when I go. So, yeah, the, 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 the hype about things doesn't necessarily rub off on me, you know, when I look at stuff. See, and I pick up on the hype. And so, like, you gave the example of Santorini, and I picked up on the hype, and I was like, oh, we got to get it. We got to get it. And we got it at Gen Con last year, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Wyatt. I don't care for it. Like, I don't think it's because it's an abstract game, but maybe we just haven't played it enough. But I thought, this game is boring. It's very take that. See, I like stuff like that. I'm, I'm like, very alpha gamer, want to win. And, you know, it's and depending on who you're, like, I, you know, we play at work a lot. We play at lunch. We get about an hour, and we do, you know, like, Cassie, like you were saying, a lot of light games. We, You know, uh, you can do Seven Wonders or Splendor or Lotus or, 
you know, any number of yeah. things. And and we enjoy that. We play a lot of the same stuff over and over again. Today was the first time I got to play Sagrada, which yeah. is interesting. And it's like, okay. And I remember it was on Kickstarter and I almost backed it. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Cause maybe, maybe not. Uh, so I borrowed it from the guy. So I have it for the weekend. So we're going to try to get, I'm trying to get my uh, daughter to play with her boyfriend and, uh, you know, kind of see, cause for me, it's in, like, it, it's the strategy. It's like that one-on-one it's like, I'm going to beat you. Like how can I best manipulate? Like that, that's what gets it for me. When I play. Do you like solo games? I don't. Because there's no, I, I can't compete against anybody. Yeah, you can't, you can't <laughs> win against somebody and say, ha-ha! But I even, when, like, well, even when the game has, something. like, something on it, you know, it'll say, you know, beat the score or whatever. Or sometimes there will be an AI character that you have to compete against. It, it doesn't no, scratch that itch. No, it doesn't <laughs> yeah, scratch well, that itch. And, and it's a social thing, too. You know, yeah, that's true. Like, he sits in the mirror with the card of the, the of the person. He's like, "Yes, I've bested you." You know. He actually, I think he needs to drink their tears to survive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Oh, this is delicious." Yeah. Um, it is a social thing, though. Too, I haven't. I mean, we haven't really gotten into playing solo games necessarily. I mean, I'll do. I'll play games on you know phone or something like that. But you sat on the you sat at the table one day and we we're playing a solo game, and I thought just. Just, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, because we're, he's never doing that. It's He's always playing a game with me. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like playing a game. Is that when you sent me that picture and you just captioned it, what a loser? Is that- <laughs> I think it was. It actually might have had more words than what a loser, but um, we'll give him another chance. We'll keep him around for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm of the same ilk. It's hard for me to play solo games. Like it has to be like it has to be something that really is gonna grab my attention and really, you know, suck me in. You know, like like the the game she's talking about is Desolate by uh, Jason Glover. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and like that game, just the art itself, and like just being you know trying to escape from the aliens and stuff like that. I was like, God, that sounds like fun. You know, and plus it's like super cheap too. Well, to me, it seemed pretty cheap, you know, and it, it's um, <clears throat> supporting someone who's an indie game, indie game company and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that'd be kind of fun to do, you know. Um, my first foray into it was Sans Allies, and oh, I'm blinking out on who makes it right now. We talked to them. I forget. Don't who ask was. me. But anyway, it's this. I know is, who you're it, talking it, about, and I'm also blinking. Yeah. And yeah. that's more of like a war game that is a uh, one-player like game, and yeah, and I am not a big fan of war games at all. I I thought I would just be like, this is stupid, but <laughs> the way that he did it, like it was kind of almost like a pyramid thing where you have to kind of get to the top or whatever. I was like, wow, that's actually really cool, you know. And it's like it it, it for me, it just it has. A solo game really has to capture my attention because me, for me too, it's also a social thing. It's like, you know, I want to have that interaction. You know, I want to do that whole thing where it's like, you know, oh, you know, oh, you, I got, I stopped you from doing that, or like, oh, that was kind of fun, wasn't that? That we did that or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And speaking of, I, it makes me laugh thinking uh, when John's talking to best the other player, like literally everything about his personality that I've seen so far has nothing has not gotten me to that area so i'm like hearing that from him is like what really you seem like like such the backseat kind of guy like okay we'll just go with the flow the fact that you're just like you know i must defeat you you know it just makes me laugh 
Well, the the flip side of that, it's kind of funny because the the one guy at work is was has not been a board gamer. And when he started, we're like, hey, you know, we play games. You know, if you if you're interested, if you want to play, and he's like, sure, I'll check it out. You know, so we started him with Splendor and, you know, kind of drug him in. And he was out with me uh, this weekend. We were at a, a martial art uh, card game tournament for one of our local designers here in, in uh, Tucson. And uh, and he had a great time. And, you know, like, we'll play stuff. And I'll be like, okay, you know what you should do in this situation, right? And he's like, no. And I'm like, all right, well, if you do this, this, and this, then you can, you know, it'll put you in this position and, and whatever. And he's like, oh, okay. So it, And it hurts because I want to help him but I want to beat him, but like, he's not a board gamer. So like, I know he doesn't necessarily like see the connections, especially if we're playing something he hasn't played before. So I'm always like, all right, well, if you want me to tell you, <laughs> so. Johnny, you got to let the calf grow into an elk. This way, when you <laughs> take it down for the kill, it's more satisfying. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Except for if Dan was playing Splendor with them, he'd just flip the table on them. Are you not a Splendor fan? I would feed him everything he needs to win to just race towards the end of that game. (laughs) You you can use my chips too. Take everything (laughs) for these (laughs) That That's one of the first games that I got in on. And I I was able to order it. I got it on eBay to get the the original uh, Faro core chips. Because I saw it at Target. I'm like, wow, 35 bucks. I'm going to grab it. And I got home. I opened up the first pack of chips. And I'm like... That's not right. I open up another pack and I'm like, what the hell? So I went on BGG and I'm like, you know, Splendor chips, blah, blah, blah. And it was a whole thing where they changed the, yeah. the design. And I'm like, well, shit. So I took it back and I found it on eBay for like, I don't want to say it was like $15. Best $15 I ever spent. We play that game so much. Have you played Century Spice Road? I have. And I didn't like it as much because I, so I played it like twice at a con. It's similar, but it's not the same. I felt like you had less agency in Century Spice Road. Like, I have a card that gives me the yellow. I pick up my cards, and it's... I didn't like it as much. I always felt like I I, I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do. Really? I, I always felt like I had a little more control in Century. Because at least, like... Because the one thing that I, I despise in Splendor, and it, it's almost like something that you've seen in a lot of deck builders, is... I'm going to take that card just because it's something that I can actually afford. And then the greatest thing in the world comes out that your opponent can exactly afford. And you're like, sweet, I just bet you a better mine and two victory points. <laughs> this game is awesome. <laughs> I mean, I guess, right? But it's all about building the engine. So, I mean, there is some randomness to it. I mean, we we play a ton. And, ah, you know, I win probably more often than not. I played Splendor in a con and just got trounced. And I'm like, wow, I'm... Like, I feel like I'm pretty good. We play this game a lot. And it was just like, boom, 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 guys, 15 points. You're done. It's like, holy crap. Get the app and play against the hardest AI. That's how you learn how to play games better. <laughs> yeah. I, I finally won my first game of Potion Explosion after uh, I always lost when I played local. Playing against the computer, I mean, they are bloodthirsty murderers. They hammer you. They, yeah. they hammer you. There is a new person in the room, Kurt. Yeah, we, yeah. There's our special guest with some weird mask. You're not going to murder us, are you? Uh, I thought it was Finn Balor for a second. (laughs) If you're going to be late, uh, come up with a grand entrance, right? There you go. (laughs) 
So we were just plotting how we're going to destroy capitalism. So what's your thoughts, Sean? (laughs) (laughs) You can give us some elaborate details on what your ideas are on this. Well, let's talk about the 18th century uh, marketplace, and uh, we'll go from there. (laughs) Oh, we've lost all our viewers. All right, good night, Sean. Awesome. It's Sean Epperson from Thing 12 Games. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Better late than never, right? Indeed. <laughs> oh, see, I'll well just put that in front of our, in front of every episode we have. <laughs> <laughs> MFG's cast, eh, it's something we do. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a living. Right. I wish yep. it was, right? <laughs> so, uh, so we were so, actually, uh, Discussing a little bit of bloodthirsty nature. <laughs> cool. Uh, John, I was actually curious about something because you did mention playing Sagrada. Have you gotten a chance to play the other, like, in that realm game, Azul? I, I have played Azul. Um, and and I, it, I, I kind of feel the same way. I like it and I've played it and I enjoy playing it. I haven't picked it up because I'm like, I need to play more. Because again, it's all about trying to figure out like the best strategy and you know, like how do you play with other people? We play, you know, there's three of us. We play all the time. So you kind of figure out how other people play. So it kind of changes the way the game is a little bit. And when you play with different people, you're like, oh crap, I never, you know, I wouldn't have done it that way. Or I, I know this guy wouldn't have done this thing. You know, I, I, I should have another turn before I need to do that, you know? Have you played it at two players? Uh, I have, yeah. Yeah, we've done that- two and three. That game is like a knife fight in an elevator at two players. It's right up John's alley. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, wait, there's 14 reds in this draw? Damn it. Well, <laughs> Cassie, I saw your eyes go wide for a second. Have you gotten a chance to play Azul? No, not yet. But I know about like the recent controversy with the new version coming out. Um, but I, you know, I keep hearing that they're. Similar, but they're really not the same. And I hear that, like, you know, like the draft mechanics is, they're different. But I, like I said, I've not played Azul. So I don't know exactly the difference. But I have played Sagrada plenty of times. And I enjoyed it. Um, so I really enjoy Azul just because I like that kind of puzzly, you know, it gives me that Sudoku feeling when I play Sagrada. So I'm sure Azul will be something similar. Yeah, From what I hear about it, at least. Yeah, it's all those are those games are all in the realm of abstract. Yeah, and I feel like like you know, and I've talked about this in the past. I feel like abstract is all of a sudden just making this big splash. Like all of a sudden, it's just like abstract, abstract. You know, just everything is kind of abstracty. You know, like we played Dragon Castle, like that's supposedly a abstract game pulled from my genre or whatever. And um, man, I'll tell you what. There's a game after two plays. I'm like, well, this is a game. You know, I'm like, no, that was after one play. He was, he was, we weren't even done with the first game. He was pissed. Was he getting like, his ass just, handed to him again, Trace? Yes. Yeah, he, yes, he was, Dan. Yes. And the, and the thing is, yep, is, he was losing. And the thing is, is that's not me either. You know, like I. No, it was just making you really oh, angry. Like that, he was so mad. Man, that first game was just so, like, literally, I just, like, She's like, you weren't you weren't talking at all. <laughs> like, I'm usually a talkative guy. Just, you know? So she's like, I know because you're not talking, something is wrong. Yeah, was it you or the game? Well, the second game wasn't as bad. We played it again, and you weren't 
You weren't as angry. I wasn't as, as, as angry. I still hated it, but I still wasn't really? as you angry. Really? You still yes. hated it? I don't know what it is. I'll have to play. I'll have to. I will give it more more of a shot. But, but like, I did win again, so <laughs> yeah, not, as bad, not as bad though. Maybe it's one of those things where it's like you know you think of Dragon Castle, you're like, oh, it's going to be this amazing you know structure, and I look at mine and go, this is tiny. This is like ants are living in this dragon castle. You know, I'm like. <laughs> The dragons will not be pleased today because they will not be able to fit a toenail. Just you know. pretend they're very big tiles and that you're a giant. Yes, that's true. So so you're just mad because you're not good at it, just like Sean's not good at Azul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get routinely worked over by my wife. She just kicks my butt all the time. She's really, really competitive, too, uh, which fits in well with my family. Uh, <laughs> and she actually tracks uh, her, her wins and losses oh, God. against me oh, in wow. this game. It's, it's literally on the refrigerator, like, oh, by one. Oh, no. It's another password. <laughs> Don't ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, my eyes, she's talking about it, my eyes went. Yeah, I know. I know. Literally, I my eyes, yeah. So, does she actually track her losses, or does she only track the times that she... Uh, well, I, because she's tracking her wins, I track mine versus her. So, it's like so whenever we play together, that's the only time she tracks. Now, she's not that way with other people. What it's me, it, she just goes for the jugular. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Kicks it right in the throat. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a great way to start a game group. Hey, guys, look at the tote board. I have lots of wins. You have lots. <laughs> What happened, would guys? you like to play with me today? Look at how good I have this game. Yeah, okay. What would you like to fail at today? <laughs> <laughs> you have a but chance to win because I have not been doing very good. She's not really a gamer either. That's the kind of crazy thing. Like She's kind of a casual gamer. Uh, there's like three or four games that she'll like to play, and that's kind of it. She doesn't really want to venture out to anything different or uh, doesn't like learning new games all the time. Like If you find something she likes, like that's what I want to play, this thing. And uh, she knows Azul, and that's just what she wants to keep playing a lot. And, and just likes that, you know, there's enough take that, enough interaction between players to that drafting mechanic that, you know, I, I think that makes it kind of interesting for her. And we've got my daughter in there a little couple of times. My daughter just destroyed us with, like, 136 points or something ridiculous. Oh <laughs> yeah, it was just, what is wow. going on? <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel like kids in general are like that. Like, Logan will do that to us every once in a while. He'll be like, how do you do that? You know, it's just like, it just, just creams us and stuff. And you're like, dude, you're like, we've had lots of years on you. I don't know how you're, how you're doing this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There's the dog. He agrees. Lisa has joined the show. <laughs> so, Sean, you can't get her, you, you can't pull her in with something, like, tangentially related. So, like, she likes his old... You can't get her to try Sagrada, which is kind of in the same ballpark. I might be able to. It's always... It's beautiful, too. So yeah. it's like, you know, you want to play with it. It's... I don't know. It, it would be a challenge. I, I, there's there's a couple other games that she likes that I'm really surprised about, and, and I really have no idea. She's she's a she's a puzzle wrapped in an enigma. Yeah. Every time I think like, oh, well, you like this thing, then you would like this other thing. Like, nope, she doesn't like that other thing at all. <laughs> like, wait, what? Um, like one of the other games that she likes is uh, Tides of Madness, oh. the, the Cthulhu thing oh, game, right? Yeah. And whenever she wants to play, she's like, oh, go get the uh, the squid game. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll go get the squid game. That's awesome. <laughs> At least you know what she's talking about. 
<laughs> exactly. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, that's like introducing games to my like my my family, like my dad and my sister and stuff like that. It's like it, it, sometimes it's like pulling teeth. You know, it's like okay. I, this is gonna win them over. I just know it. And they're like, no. no, you know, like let's play cards again. Okay, fine, we'll play cards again. You know, or like, you know, like oh, and then and then like and then I'll pull something out thinking like maybe it'll be kind of stupid fun, but they won't care. Like the uh, click clack lumberjack from Mayday games. All of a sudden, they're just like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> you know, it's like, did you bring? Did you bring that game over again? No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Did you bring the wood game again? Yeah. No, no, not this time, you know. But we hate every other game, but we want you to bring games every time. Yeah, exactly. They're like, you're the guys that have games, right? Yes, games that you guys will never play. So why yeah. are we doing this? We can tell you shut shut down as soon as we start explaining anything to you. <laughs> my sister, my sister gets like that. All of a sudden, just glassy. literally, Ooh, yep, literally, like, her eyes might as well shut. And she's and she's a smart person. I don't know why she like all of a sudden is just like I can't do it. It's like not her, her thing. It's just something. not her thing. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I know. Crazy. My parents <laughs> are like that too. We'll try to. I'll, I'll bring like light games over, like you know, Lotus and Splendor, and they're just like, eh, maybe we'll try it. And then it's like, hey, do you want it? No, don't don't bring those anymore. I don't. I don't want it. <laughs> My parents would be like that too. Yeah. yeah. So we play Pinochle because I'm like a hundred years old. <laughs> we can get them to do that. So we do that. <laughs> Pinochle. That's funny. I got uh, like that stuff like backgammon. That's like our family uh, traditional game is my dad is always down to play backgammon, but that's cool. And he has, you know, like the fan he'll get like the fancy set and stuff, and it looks like a little suitcase and you tote it around with you. That's, that's what game. I always thought of backgammon. I, I've never played that myself, but I remember like my grandpa had like the suitcase backgammon. You know, <laughs> I always thought that was fun. It is fun. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Old people games. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I always wondered if some of it is the, so the older you get, it's harder to make those new connections within your brain. So it's easier to lean on something that you know and you're familiar with. So it's less of a struggle. To learn something new, it's not that you can't, but it's just like, well, I know how to do this thing, so I can, I can play to the best of my ability and not have to struggle through and trying to, you know, kind of like form these new connections and mm -hmm. figure this other thing out. Like you're when afraid to not get it. Yeah. When yeah. I'm teaching newer games to like my parents, I'll try to use terminology. You know, like this would be like an ace card, even though it's you know it's not like a normal deck of cards, but it's like, so, and then you you know you have to play. It in uh, like a you know try to compare to poker whenever I can and just things that they're used to and yeah. then and it's like it's like this but it's just different colors and different art and then <laughs> but it's not but eventually they're like tracking. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, that stuff is hard, especially like sometimes. Like I, I know for a fact that like when I try to teach games, sometimes I have trouble like explaining things clearly. So it's like. When it comes to stuff like that, when I know I'm already in the hole, you know, it's like, okay, get this right, get it right, just say everything how it's supposed to be, you know, and then they're like, I don't get it. You're like, um, yeah, let's go through it again, you know. Always and then, start but, with how you win. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It's hard sometimes too. Like if you play a game a lot and you and you know how it plays and you're trying to explain it, and sometimes you just forget things because you like you just take for granted that. 
mm-hmm. oh yeah, you do this, this, and this, and it just doesn't come through. And then when you do that, they're like, wait, what are you doing? Like, you know, you know, you, you do this and this, you didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's hard. Yeah. It's like when you go to the doctor and they're, t- they're throwing out all these things and like, and like, you know, like, uh, uh, what do you call that when you put like letters together, like FML? FML oh, they're, like, uh, acronyms. Acronyms, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, I have no clue what that means. Speak to me in regular English so I know what's going on. You know, <laughs> am I dying or am I not dying? That would be a good start. You know, <laughs> I think one of the things too is just like um, for like a lot of non-gamers though, if if you're going on about a rule set and they don't know what's going on, they have no idea how much longer it's going to take for them to be lost. You know, it's like, when somebody's explaining something that you're somewhat familiar with, you can get an idea of the flow. But if you're explaining, like, you know, whatever, like, uh, like, all right, the Pathfinder card game. And you're like, okay, you're going to go to these areas. And they're like, okay. And it's like, all right, you're going to explore it. You're going to turn over the top card of the deck. All right, I think I follow. Then you're going to check out your stats. And then you're going to be able to play cards that will be modifiers to add to the dice pool. And now they're lost. And it's like, when you're lost in that, every second feels like an eternity. So when you're like, and furthermore, another person can play another card like a blessing to add to your dice pool. And they're like, let's just play blackjack. I understand that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's break out Uno. I know how Uno plays. And then, you know, it just shuts it down. It's sometimes hard for, because nobody wants to try something new and feel like they're stupid while they're doing the new thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's like one of the biggest barriers of entry for like when you're trying to get that first time game in for something uh, outside of somebody's comfort zone. Right. There's uh, Feudum. I don't know if you've heard about the uh, the horror stories of teaching that game. Uh, people that I know that have taught it, it said it usually clocks in around 45 minutes, maybe an hour just to teach the game. Oh, yeah, I can oh, imagine. Oh that's brutal. Like I, I, at that point, I'm like, I love the art in the game, and, and it looked interesting. But at that point, I'm like, I'm out. I don't want to spend 45 minutes learning how to play a game. I would rather play two games at that amount of time or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's enough trying to play a two-hour game, you know, or a one-hour game, but just to learn it and then go and you know go into it that way. It's like. Oh. Right. And now we can start. Like, oh my lord, really? <laughs> and we would have we would have thrown in the towel. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I feel with like you know like uh, like Arkwright and games like that, where it's like these games that look absolutely amazing, and at the same time, it's like sending like you know shudder down my spine, going, "All right, I'm gonna have to try to figure this out, learn it on my own, and then successfully get someone to play this with me." <laughs> I like the idea of uh, if it's reasonable to do it, to just have like a, a turn or two that are completely throwaway. Like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna jump into this. We're gonna play kind of play through a couple of rounds, and then we'll reset, and everybody will kind of know how the flow of things work as we're kind of like explaining as we go. That's mm-hmm. one option of way to kind of like teach a little heavier stuff like that. What kills me is I've tried that multiple times, and everyone I know is like, no, 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 we'll just play it through. We'll just play it through. And then if, like, they get trounced, they're like, oh, well, I don't know how I feel about that one. It's like, why didn't you just take this all the way around? Like, Kurt might love Dragon Castle if he could have just played five rounds and said, okay, we're starting over right now. <laughs> who's going to play Dragon Castle with me? I'm in. Because <laughs> I like it, Dan. Awesome. 
Dan, okay. are you going to come to Wisconsin? Um, we can also play on Skype. It might be cheaper. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ooh, are you guys going to Bridgefield Madison? When is that? I think it's the end of November. Yeah, I think we had talked about it because uh, we did. Yeah, because Mike Mike asked if we were going to that Mike from Fairway Three Games, which if Will Cash. Yeah, poor Will Cash. He was supposed <laughs> to be on tonight, and he's he's on a trip, so he you know better not to text and drive, I guess. So or talk and drive, stream and drive, yeah, stream and drive. <laughs> Maybe we did talk about that. Yeah, yeah, it might be something we could do because November is usually not fun. You're you're gonna go. Mm-hmm. Nice. Definitely. Yeah. I'm, well, I want to. I know, like the game crafter, I think is part of like hosting it, right? I think. Nice. I think it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to. want to meet all of those people, and I just know a lot of people. And I'm, you know, like with the indie game report, I've never met Mike. I've actually never talked to him verbally. So I was like, <laughs> oh, he's gonna be on the podcast. That's awesome. And then, of course, he's the only one that's not here. Like, oh, there you go. She's like, but, screw uh, you guys. <laughs> I don't want to talk so, to you. Right. <laughs> so, I think, like, I just want to go and, like, socialize. So, but yeah, like, that isn't very far away for we're actually going this to Madison this weekend. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Do not very up. far for us at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. So, I have a, so I have a question just because I saw, I saw on, uh, on Sean's feed that you got to play Villainous, and, uh, it's crazy, like, like how all of a sudden like target is getting all these exclusives that people are actually clamming for, you know, before it was kind of like, Oh, here's another thing of cards against humanity or like, <laughs> Oh, here's another thing of this, you know? And it's like, okay, like, you know, I could get, I could get that just about anywhere. And there's no, there's no like, Oh, I really need this. You know, where like with, especially with this game, like it seems like everybody just super gaga goo goo over it, you know? So what, what did you think about that game? I really liked it. Uh, the production value is really good. Uh, it's a you know a thick box. The card quality is really nice. They're, it's not linen cards, but they're still like you know good, thick material. Um, the the player pieces that you're using on your board. It's sort of like this action selection game. Um, the boards that you have, your player boards, are really thick. Uh, really nice art. It's not like this kind of recycled from cartoons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the you've got these big chunky plastic pieces that are your character uh, avatars that you're moving around on your board uh, and there's a lot of like interaction with players so you're kind of doing your own thing but you're watching what the other players doing because you can kind of screw with them by sending heroes to kind of like muck up their work and stop them from doing stuff yeah i was really impressed with it and i think so that game and the oh gosh uh the Jurassic Park game. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Was it Jurassic Park Danger? Yeah, yeah. Jurassic Park Danger. Uh, both of those are essentially from the same company. Um, oh. This is by Wonder Forge, and before that they were called something else, and I'm slipping my mind. Um, but I know a couple of people that are working there as designers, and they're definitely people that are like very much in the hobby. They, they One of the guys, uh, uh, Chris Rollins, uh, actually put out a game prior to going to work there. So they're very much like you know, indie gamers and, and all that kind of stuff. And I can see how they're bringing that sort of mentality, that sort of indie vibe into what they're working on with these licensed games, which is really cool. And I think that's why they're doing really well, because they've taken like, here's this indie design headspace. And we're going to marry that with, uh, you know, our, our IP 
our ability to you know have these uh, wider IPs and be able to get into places like Target and stuff like that. Yeah. So so what's the whole what's so what's the whole thing about villains? Is it just you thwarting the heroes? Is that what it's about? Yeah, so everybody plays as one of their villains, right? So uh, you are Captain Hook, you are, uh, oh, from, um, oh gosh, what's her name? What's that? Maleficent. Maleficent is one of them, uh, the Queen of Hearts. Uh, so there's like five or six different yeah. villains that you're playing as. And you are trying, you, you have asymmetric goals in the game as well. Ooh. So, like, I was playing as uh, Prince John, uh, the scrawny lion, <laughs> and uh, my goal was to acquire 20 power tokens, which is basically like a currency in the game. And so, you know, I'm doing my thing by moving around this board, taking kind of special unique actions. Uh, the other player was playing as Ursula, and Ursula's thing was uh, she had to get the trident and I think the crown into uh like her layer uh you know one of the places on her board mm-hmm. so each player like has their own special thing that they're trying to do and then there are certain spots on the board that will let you basically take one of the players uh, hero decks and you draw two of the cards you take a look and see which one you want to play and you play it on to one of their areas and then the heroes do different things like you know they prevent you from taking actions in that spot uh, they can stop you from doing things like um, because Prince John is all about acquiring lots of money, essentially. Right. He's trying to get all the gold. Um, uh, his main nemesis, of course, is uh, the fox uh, Robin Hood. And Robin Hood's thing is he, he makes you score less uh, gold each round that you're getting gold. He's a total jerk. You know, such a pain in the butt. There's so many times like, oh, I'm so close to winning, but stupid. Bring the foxes out of here. Be the jerk. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like it was just really cool, like how much uh, you know interaction there was with between players, like the decisions that you had to make, where you were going to go, because you couldn't keep going to the same spot each time. You know, do I want to go here and do this thing uh, because I I need to stop him from doing his thing? You know, and I so I, this is going to let me draw one of the hero cards on them and play it on them, or do I want to go over here and do what these guys are kind of mucking up my work, so it's stopping me? So it's really cool game. I really dig it a lot. Kim is looking forward to this one a lot. Like, because uh, I think it's supposed to hit like regular stores uh, this month, actually, right? Like middle of this month, I believe. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, what did you say? Like it's coming up soon in a couple of weeks, if not already. Yeah, it's it does look very very nice, and I mean, this is one of the few games where you get to play as the evil side. So I'm yeah, on <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board already for that. The other one that they did, uh, the Jurassic Park Danger, that was a lot of fun as well. Uh, the the one versus many uh, style game where you're literally you know playing as uh, the T Rex and the Velociraptor and a couple of the other dinosaurs, or you're playing or you have everyone else basically playing the you know the main heroes on the board, trying to blockade off the dinosaurs and get the heck off the island in time. Uh, that was really good. Like even there's like a little bit of player elimination, but you're never eliminated from the game. You just bring in a new hero and started a, a specific spot. They've all got uh, abilities that kind of tie back into what their characters are in, in the movie. Is like, so, like, what is the win condition though? Like, do they have to like just kill enough of the characters that the people can't spawn anymore? Or is it- The dinosaurs are basically, yeah, just trying to make it so <laughs> if you can't bring out another hero, then the game's over. If and the heroes are just trying to like bring out, get off the island. <laughs> 
if you can kill three movies worth of people, you <laughs> both of these are Target exclusives, right? Yeah, yeah. They even have a deal online right now that if you uh, that if you're not well, it says if you're not going to Gen Con or whatever, but basically their Gen Con special where if you put in Gen Con, you get like ten percent off or something like that. Aww. So they're really trying yeah. to get people to get those games, which is cool. I think they did that last year too. Yeah, I, think I remember when we got back from Gen Con for some. Was it last year that we went to yeah. Gen Con? Yep. Um, that we even looked, even though we bought a ton of stuff. <laughs> <I'm trying> to, <laughs> we're like, Let's not more. really sure why we were looking. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember not, what they were. What? Well, yeah, I know, right? We <laughs> hadn't spent enough money yet. All right. Lord. So I think we're getting about time to wrap it up just because it's getting late on other people's coast here. So um, <clears throat> I thought we could play a fun little game that I made up. And my games are usually pretty terrible, but I thought it'd be still be fun to do. You're not supposed to look. I can't read <laughs> it. I can't read sure? it. Sure. <sighs> Seriously. Is it the handwriting? Yeah, she um, wouldn't be able He to wrote it, it in pencil and he has chicken scratchings. That's so right. I am at a disadvantage. That's right. Trying to cheat and mouth words to you guys. <laughs> so if it's okay with you guys, I'd like to play a game called A Case of the Reiners. Okay. okay. So, yeah, so this game is... I'm sorry. I can't hear. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm deaf. I'm trying to <laughs> hold the dog so he doesn't bark. <laughs> and I think he's going to. Yeah. Um, so basically, this is a game where... You decide if this game is either made by uh, Reiner Knizia, Reiner Stockhausen, uh, Dr. Reiner Kober, or none. What if we've never heard of any of these people? Well, then you have a 25% chance. <laughs> is anyone else with me on this one? <laughs> I've heard of A, but not B or C. Can you repeat them again? Yeah, Reiner Knizia, Reiner Stockhausen. Dr. Reiner Kober or none? Okay. <laughs> did you make all these names up? Yep, I did. Cool. Because anybody could be named Reiner and make tons of games of her. Oh, so yeah, are any of them made by Rob Reiner? No, they're not. <laughs> okay. Just thought I checked. Or Carl Reiner. Or Carl Reiner. Carl Reiner. Okay. All right. So I'll, I've got everybody's names written in order here, and I'll kind of go, uh, I'll pick one, and then I'll go through go through the options or whatever. Um, unfortunately, we have five people here, so one person will be left out for one of the rounds, and then I'll give you points. And then You we'll... can just leave me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you never know. Oh. The sun shines on a dog's butt every once in a while. Is that hey, a word? guess what? That <laughs> I would, yeah. That is a weird but thing that totally. I've never heard him say before. You know, sometimes has been saying that for years. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Wow. Again, I made this up, and I know are I would fail play, at it. Are, are we going to play Pinochle after this? I, no, we're not playing Pinochle. When the sun's shining on our I just got to know, right. Tracy, I do miss us being able to buzz in with our special sounds. That was the best. Uh, it, it was. I don't know what my sound was, but I could come up with something. I'm sure. All right. So we're going to start with Cassie. Okay. Oh, man. No Cassie, pressure. who made the game Crazy Kick? <laughs> I'm going with the doctor. 
That is incorrect. John. Okay. <laughs> it's the, the second one. It's the, uh, Stockholm, stock, uh, whatever it is. <laughs> Stockholm. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome? Yep. Reiner Stockhausen is correct. Stockhausen. I knew it. Yep. <laughs> crazy, crazy Kick is game about soccer. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> very, very, yeah. Very little is written on it, so I'm sure it's one of his first. Well, right. I was close. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Good try, though, Cassie. <gasps> All right, Sean. We'll go with the ne- the next one is for you. It's Moria. Was it done by Reiner Knizia, Reiner Stockhausen, Dr. Reiner Kober, or none? I want to say that's Knizia. You are incorrect. Tracy, <laughs> who made... Can you spell it for me? <laughs> M-O-O-R-E-A. Moria. None of, them, none of them. You are incorrect. Darn it. Damn. I thought I, you were going to throw I'm going to go with Z. <laughs> Is he it's also incorrect? Doctor. You go with with, with uh, Dr. Reiner Cover? Yeah, that's the one. Incorrect. Oh, my God. Cassie. <laughs> by default. <What> <laughs> I'm going with Stockholm. <laughs> also incorrect, believe it or not. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's not Stockholm. <laughs> Reiner Stockhausen is correct. Back to John. Yep. <laughs> Moria is is a Moria. game about collecting wood and bamboo to build canoes, huts, or try to make the longest necklace of seashells. I do that every Ooh. day at work. It's not a game. Ooh, a seashell necklace. That's right. It'll be currency in the apocalypse. I'm just. I should have known because I just played that game before we got here. That's right. All right, John, you're up next. Who designed the game Blue Moon? Oh. Reiner Knizia, Reiner Stockhausen, Doctor Reiner Kober, or none? And not the beer, John. Yeah, no, no, no. I want to say none. That is incorrect. Damn it. Sean. <sighs> I'm going to go with the wild card. I'm going to say D, none of the above. I just uh, said that. <laughs> <laughs> that is incorrect. No, 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 keep that answer. Nope. We're going to Tracy. Tracy. D, Come on. D, you were supposed to. You were supposed to. It's down for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, nope. That's the good thing about this game is that people start forgetting that I'm still going Blue moon, huh? Please choose D. I'm going to say the doctor. Dr. Reiner Kober is incorrect. Dang. Dan. You picked that first I one. I want to go with D so bad. Go with D. But that, the John instinct in me is saying go with A. Reiner Knizia is correct. Dang. Why don't I go with my first instinct? I think that's the only one I knew, actually. It's a living card game set in the fictional world of Blue Moon, where people fight for dominance in the favor of dragons. I do that at work every day. (laughs) Sure. You do everything. Did you mark that one down? Yes, I sure did. Oh, it's way over there. All right. Who designed Cassie 10 up (laughs) for parents? Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. Who designed Cassie? You said 10 up? Yep. None of them. That is incorrect. John. Uh, B, Stockholm. <laughs> incorrect. Sean. Uh, Knizia? Reiner Knizia is correct. Really? Yeah. 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 I think I knew that. 
you know, is is a game where you you need to be the first to stack number tiles in sequence with a twist. Sounds like number nine. Number nine. Number nine. It's actually the sequel. That's why it's ten up. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right, Tracy. Oh man. Who designed the game? Plaxstoken. Why do I get the ones that... Stefan Feld. Say it's Stefan Feld. <laughs> None of the above. I'm going to get it sometime. That is correct. Yes! I made that up. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a German game that somebody has made? It does. I was going to ask you how to spell it. I was totally going to ask you how to spell it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Kurt, you if you just that up, what did I just order from Amazon.de? <laughs> That's right. Lock token. Can you Lock tell us what token. that game's about? No, I cannot. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Just checking. Just checking. All right. Everybody is tied with one point. <laughs> so we're going to go to the tiebreaker. Okay. I'm not behind. Yep. All right. Somebody is technically, Sean, you're going to be screwed out of this unless people forget. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who designed the game? Chamundo. Dan, who designed Chamundo? Uh, I'm going to go with D. Bold move. N- none of the above? That is correct. That is incorrect. I'd like to Cassie. take the physical challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. What's the title again? Chemundo. Or it or Chemundo. C H E M U N D O. Is it Reiner Knizia, Reiner Stockhausen, or Dr. Reiner Kober, or none? Stockhausen? Incorrect. John. Is this when the light turns off? Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Reiner Kinesia because they've all been Reiner Kinesia. <laughs> Not everyone's been said. Incorrect. Damn it. I think oh. it's, is it my turn? No, it's Sean's turn. Come on. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, I got to remember who. Let's see. You said that. You said that. that uh, <laughs> quiet, you. I <laughs> uh, will go with C. Dr. Reiner Kober is correct. Dang it, that was the answer. That is, that is the only game under Dr. Reiner Kober. Oh, really? It is a teachware card game in the world of chemistry. I'm intrigued. Look at us. Look at us. We're all like, hmm, should we yep, buy that's it? That's right. Everyone's going to BGG right now looking it up. Yes. I'm guessing the CH does, is a hard, like, K. It's chemistry, right? Yeah. Sorry, Chemundo. we all failed you. No. It's all right. Sean is our winner. Oh, come on. Two whole points. <laughs> two whole points. There was a lot more games, but I thought, gosh, that could just go on forever, and who wants to do that? I did. <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to say thank you to Cassie. Thank you to John. Thank you for Sean. It was. It's always awesome having you guys on, and thank you for helping us celebrate this. 
I was gonna say, no, I was gonna say no thanks to DY. I was no, gonna say no. 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 I was gonna say no. He no thank you. I was being I was serious. No thank you to Dan. <laughs> See you later, man. I am the rock that sinks the ship. Oh no. <laughs> I wasn't oh. picking on you. I was ripping on Dan. No, I, I okay. didn't know. Okay. <laughs> I just it's not like, a joke. Just like just like Why am I sweaty? Okay. Tracy's just <laughs> nice because she can't beat me in Santorini. <laughs> I've never played Santorini with you. Oh I just beat Kurt. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So <laughs> until next time, I'm Kurt. This is Tracy. This is D. Wyatt. Thank you, Dan. And You're this welcome. was the MFG cast. Legends of Tabletop Podcast, creating legends one die at a time.